Welcome to Reality Check. My name is Selena and I'm a mental health therapist. My name is Jacqueline. I am the producer and co-host. All righty. You want to talk about Richie? I do. We all know Richie's my favorite, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, no, Richie, I feel bad for him. He is growing. He's trying to really find himself, like we say, with every episode for him. Mm -hmm. um, but he's kind of caught in a lie and your old Uncle Cicero gets him out of it. Um, but he is the right-hand man to Mikey. You can tell that. He is definitely... I think when Mikey died is when he lost himself because he had a place. Mm -hmm. I think he was already lost. Well, I'm saying in the family. I like, think the whole family crumbled when Mikey died. I don't think yeah. it was just Mikey. I think everyone crumbled. Just Richie? Yeah. No, I think everyone crumbled in the family. No one had I know, but you left. said just Mikey. Or no, just Richie. Just Richie. When yes. Mikey died, everyone crumbled. I think Richie has always been lost. I feel yeah, like he, he asked Cicero, he says, what did he say to Cicero? Richie said, doesn't feel like he's living up to his potential at the beef and he mm. wants to learn. That to me is signals that he's already lost. Yeah. And he lies about it. Yeah. To Tiffany. He says he yeah. already has the job when he doesn't. Very mm -hmm. much, very much on par with him. Yeah, he's the same person. He's the same person. I guess I just feel like there's a different, there's a personal life and a work life, and I feel like he's lost more. He's lost. Yes, you're right. He's lost in both, but I feel like he's lost more in this moment when you know Mikey dies. So something to know. I like that you brought up the personal life versus work life. Your patterns will repeat inside your professional life in the same way that they will repeat in your personal life. You do mm -hmm. not cease to exist. So if he is feeling lost in his personal life, he's probably also feeling lost in his professional life. Mm -hmm. If he's feeling insecure, which we know that he does feel insecure, he's like, is our daughter going to like us right? yeah feeling unsure and he's also feeling unsure about his job so much that he felt the need to lie to his wife or future mm -hmm. wife about having a job yeah he didn't in fact secure a job yeah no i get it poor richie i if we're going back to attachment styles richie would be categorized categorized as avoidant attachment style it is very classic avoidant to avoid conflict, to mm -hmm. avoid emotional connection. A lot of times we'll see in the background they're making things, trying to make things happen, trying to find shortcuts, things like that. And then yeah. it will come out, hey, I've done this thing. And what happens mm -hmm. to someone who's in a relationship with someone who's avoidant attachment, they feel blindsided because they didn't know all of these things were happening in the background. And it's like, well, actually, I haven't had a job for six months, but now I have a job, so everything is fine. So the wife is probably like, what? Mm -hmm. Right? She feels probably feels blindsided. That's very much classic avoidant. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. Poor Richie. Old Richie. Something else to note. We get a little bit more background history with Richie. I think he, he wants to be a good dad, right? And 
we have seen him be exhibit good dad behaviors which has been great um he him and tiff were talking about let's not be like our parents and so they started naming things off that their parents were uh a vindictive vampire a psycho yeah an alcoholic and then richie alludes to like hey at least i'm here right alluding to Mm -hmm. one of his like family figures was not even around Mm -hmm. so we have some more background information on why he behaves the way he does he didn't have a stable upbringing right not at all yeah yeah poor richie that's all I can say is poor Richie. Poor oh, Richie. Name of the episode. Poor Richie. <laughs> yeah, literally. Um, this character is not big. I don't know if you wrote on him, but I want to talk about Steve. You want to talk about Steve? What do you want to talk about Steve? He is kind of the glue to everything in a way, in my perception of it all, because... When my, when Mikey was going off the rocker with his fork, he was like, Mikey, Mikey. And Mikey was like, not now, Steve. Do your shit later. You know? Um, when he was sitting there listening to him st- telling stories, he, he was like, oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I know he's the in-law, but they treat him differently than they do Pete. Like, they really talk to Steve. They really look up in a way, in a weird way to Steve. But they because- call him gay. Huh? Yeah, they did. But at least they're not ignoring him like they do Pete. At least they're not telling him he's insignificant and your shit sucks and they threw out his fish. You know what I'm saying? Like, they kept his fish. There's seven fishes. There were that many people there. Like... We don't know that he brought a fish, though. Michelle did. They're married. Mm. So, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, like... I just look at it as like they really do, you know, there's something about him that Mikey, because Mikey was giving him his full attention. Richie was like arms all over him, talking to him, you know, no one does that with Pete. It's like the minute Pete walks in the room, everyone's like, oh, why is he in this room? Right. So do you think the difference between Pete and Steve is Steve's been around for a while? Pete has not. Pete doesn't know. Pete hasn't been around long enough to know that everyone tiptoes around mom. Steve has been around long enough to know that we tiptoe around mom. Right? He was in the conversation when Cicero was like, I smell darkness a brewing or whatever he said. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, shit's mm-hmm. about to go down. He was the first to hug Natalie when, she, when mom did her thing. Yes. I think Pete has a very interesting role that he is on the outside, but he can be a comforter. Mm-hmm. So he was there to comfort Natalie. He tried to get Mikey to not throw the fork. And then he said his grace that he was very uncomfortable with saying his little prayer slash speech. <laughs> um, it was, was very a good uncomfortable, one. But he, he's good at de-escalating. Yes. He tried his hardest to de-escalate. He knows that he's on the outside. So he people aren't as emotionally the family isn't emotionally charged as much towards him but he's been there long enough that he knows everyone's pattern and knows how to navigate that pete Mm. doesn't he brought the seven fish he stepped over a line yeah yes pete no 
Pete brought the eighth fish. Pete, they yeah, yeah. Pete threw brought it out. the eighth fish, yeah. And she, Sugar threw it out because she was like, I'm not, Mama's already going to explode. Like, why would you do that? This is like, how dare you not know the family rules? Mm-hmm. These unspoken family rules. So Pete gets shit on because he's overly nice. And he doesn't fit in. He doesn't know how to play the game that everyone mm-hmm. else is playing. So mm-hmm. they ignore him. He's not part of the the gang. Mm, Pete. Poor Pete. He's yeah. too nice. He he won't yell with people. He won't like Neither does Mike like, or Steve. No. Steve does not yell. Yeah. But Steve does it in a engages in a way that's very tactful. He will play with the family. He will engage in the like in the family rules. But he, he's not yelling, but he's like playing the game. Pete doesn't know the game. He doesn't know any of the rules. So he shows up with the eighth fish thinking he's being helpful, but really he has no idea that he's actually, if he brings the eighth fish, that mom's going to blow her lid. Yeah. Steve gets that. Mom will blow her lid, so he doesn't bring the seventh or the eighth fish. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I guess I felt bad for Pete because in that moment, even though, yeah, mom was going to blow her lid, um, Sugar was not a partner in that moment. Mm-mm. Sugar, no. Sugar was not there for him in this family dynamic. No, because Michelle is glued to the hip by Steve. Where mm-hmm. she is, he is. Where he is, she is. Because she knows her family. He knows her family. Mm-hmm. You don't leave a single person alone in a room because something will happen. Mm-hmm. And I think sugar, and this is kind of where I'm like, yeah, I feel bad. But at the same time, it's like sugar was not a partner. She was not. Okay, Pete, like, I know, I know you brought it. I told you not to. Like, it wasn't a a different scene. It was a, you brought it and I told you not to and threw it out versus a look, a moment of Mm check-in, like the four Christmases. Yes. So there's lots of things to keep in mind here. Michelle is just a cousin. She's not a daughter. So the closeness Mm -hmm. of this, Michelle gets to go home at the end of the day and not deal with mom. Mm -hmm. Sugar is the one that is like the forefront of having to deal with mom. Therefore, Sugar is definitely more dysregulated and more in her anxious brain and more in her like fight, flight, freeze mode. Whereas Michelle doesn't have to be there because she's not the one that has to fix the problem. Yeah, clearly. She said, yes, you are. <laughs> you right. are. Michelle you feels are something. Sugar would never say that. Mm-hmm. Army would never say that. Mikey would never say that. Mm-hmm. Michelle is un- removed enough that she can say that because she gets to go home at the end of the day. Whereas the three of them have to go and pick up the pieces. So it makes sense of why those two are able to like connect and be together and like be by each other's side. Sugar's so dysregulated about what's happening. She doesn't have space to th- like take care of Pete. Mm-hmm. Her mom and Mikey are all consuming, and probably Carmi too, all consuming, that she doesn't have space for Mikey. Like, why don't you just, like, get this? Like, I'm just going to throw it away. It's easier to, like, take my anger out on you. She doesn't have space I know Pete. that you'll be okay later. But if I take my anger out on my mom or Mikey or Carmi, like, shit's going to hit the fan. Yeah. I get that. I'm just saying from outside looking and watching it. Mm-hmm. Oh, no, it's I not just... great. 
it's not great. Yeah, it's just it, it. I do feel very bad for Pete because, as we've seen in the other seasons, how they still treat him, even though he's been in the family for a while. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that may have been his second or first Christmas, but even in the first season, not knowing this flashback, they still treat him mm-hmm. like he's nothing, which is really sad and heartbreaking because it's like they are not used to someone caring Mm -hmm. they're not used to someone being so nice and sugar eventually as we saw in the first season is like thanks like oh yeah thank you like you're right you know like understands Mm -hmm. his side of the family or not family but his side of the tracks as some people would say Mm -hmm. um so yeah it's just pete has a really tough role because damn pete they call them the normies. They kept calling them the normies, like the people who aren't in the family. Normies are at the table. Like mm-hmm. people who are normal are at the table, which is already a signified that we're all aware that our family is chaotic. Yes. But we're just we're still engaging in the chaos. Yeah. Yeah. No, that was think, a lot. I think in a way they're threatened by Pete because he is a normie. And so they push him out because he's not yeah. going to understand. Yeah. They're protective, right? They're bears. They're protective. They're aggressive. They're loyal, right? So they're loyal to their family. And Pete's not in the family yet. He hasn't proven himself to be a part of that. Yeah, I really loved how they talked about the bear. Because mm-hmm. everyone in that family is nicknamed Bear due to Berzados, that mm-hmm. name. And I liked what... Which I googled Steve... and doesn't mean anything in Italian. <laughs> of course you did. No, I couldn't come up with anything. Which I really liked Steve when he said, you know, I looked more into the bear. And yeah, you guys are aggressive. You guys are protective. You guys are loyal. But the bear also means kind. It also means, you know, all these other meanings. Mm -hmm. What'd you say? Empathetic. Empathetic. Yeah. It also means all these other things. And that's when the mom started crying. This episode was a lot. Yeah, it was. It was a lot, but we got through it. We did it, and never again. <laughs> never again. I don't know. There's no guarantees. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what will the next season bring? The next episodes? Who knows? So, be sure to care for yourself. This was really heavy. This has been Reality Check. If something in this episode ding something inside of you please go seek therapy just because i'm a therapist doesn't mean that i am your therapist my name is selena my name is jacqueline this has been reality check bye